Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Paul Charles radio show in deep dark January. Got some tunes to cheer you up. We've actually got a brilliant Britpop special. Blur, Oasis, Paul McCartney, the usual. Stay with me, it's going to be absolutely superb. And kicking us off is this giant of a tune from Oasis. This is Wonderwall. be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it all before but you never really had it
Oasis with their masterpiece, Wonderwall. Now, Pope are a bit like buses. You don't hear Pope for ages and then two come along at once. I already heard this today on the April Rose Health and Wellbeing Show. So a heavy rotation now. Here it is. This is a belter. Common people from Pope.
Almost everybody hates a tourist Especially one who thinks it's all such a laugh Yeah, and the chips stays in Greece Will come out in the bath You will never understand Pope and Common People. And we have a message from the Exeter fan club, always quick off the blocks, staying for the duration of the wonderful two hours of the week, hoping for a 60s classic from the Sandy Shore, anything except Puppet on a String. It's probably a good shout. But, Tony, we have alternative requests for you from the other week. This is another alternative from Carter USM, who may or may not be Britpop, but they're certainly good. They're certainly that era. This is Alternative I've Got It.
Okay, that's a lovely blur from, I believe, their Great Escape album. And this is Paul Child's radio show, 19 minutes past eight. It's time for this. Okay, this is something that's left field. It's a little bit out there, but it's still a brilliant song. And I think the jury's out in terms of whether this band is authentically Britpop or not. But they're certainly really good. And I remember we loved it back in the day. This is Biss and Candy Pop. Get out of my way. Welcome to my Britpop special. That was Biss and Candy Pop, and it was definitely Britpop. I've just Googled it. They are a Scottish band, and they appear in the all-time Britpop top 50 singles, straight in at number 49.
That was the wonderful Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Coming up, probably, or arguably, the first ever Britpop single. I know there's a battle between, I think it's Suede, Animal Nitrate, and this band, Blur and Chemical World. I was a student at Plymouth University at the time, and my flatmate had this CD, and I knew a couple of the singles, Sunday, Sunday, and this one. And I thought I'd illegally, don't do this at home, quids, record the best tracks from this CD, probably three or four. And every single track on it is brilliant. I recorded the whole thing and I've been a convert ever since. If you don't know this album, Modern Life is rubbish. Go and check it out. Download it. Buy it. Stream it. It's brilliant. Anyway, this is, I think, the best single from it. This is Chemical World by The Blur.
that was blur and intermission perhaps i should have put that on as temporary secretary section crazy guys crazy times what can i tell you right we've got several requests here we've got alice please paul can you play a track i've got a track coming up just for you alice on alice request and Stephen rowe has gone into overdrive a flurry request from mr rowe here a ULS Ultravox with slow motion, great band bass. Next week, then, as it's Britpop this week, and Fit in the Brief, we've asked for Alaska. There's certainly Alaska coming up. Um, that is a brilliant band and a great choice, Steve. Here we've got another Supergrass track here, Caught by the Fuzz.
That was the Manic Street Preachers and our design for life. Now, the Manics never wanted to be lumped in with this Britpop malarkey, definitely distanced himself from that, but it's certainly of the time of that era. And I've just Googled to see what the mighty Exeter City were doing the end of, or where they finished, the end of 1995-1996 season, where they tearing up trees, where they struggling. Well, it's a mediocre season. Peter Fox had just taken over and he finished 14th, so nothing changes. Win ratio, 24%. And Peter Fox superseded the great Terry Cooper. But Terry Cooper Mark II could only succeed in a 20% success rate or win ratio. So nothing much changes Exeter City-wise, unfortunately. Come back to what you know Take everything real slow I want to lose you but I can't let you go Before you interfere Let me make it loud and clear That you got no more to prove Take it easy yourself There's nothing new about regretting how you fell I'll never let you down Or ever feel the way that I've been fearing now I'm coming back to what you know Let go. 
hard to lose you, but I got far too close. That was Embrace, and now we've got the Frank and Walters and David Chase, requested by Mr. Stephen Rowe quite recently. There is a debate about whether the Frank and Walters were a bit pop. Obviously, they couldn't be as they're Irish, but our closest and nearest neighbours, they sort of qualify because they're involved quite heavily, I think, with the Inspiral Carpets and with the Lightning Seas. They're certainly part of that scene in this country and in Ireland. Here's a brilliant, the Frank and Walters and Davy Chase. <laughs>
JV Chase, the Frank and Walters, like that a lot. I'm not that familiar with the Frank and Walters, but I like the sort of wonder stuff sort of vibe they've got. Maybe a bit of wedding present is really good stuff. Now, anybody found 2,000 tracks lying around? You might have noticed an air of melancholia in the show and maybe a tight uh, tightness of the chest, like a frustration because I've lost 2,000 songs in my downloads collection. So if anybody finds them, please contact the studio or contact the show. But next, here we have Guilty Pleasures. I got a guilty pleasure. No, I shouldn't indulge in public, whatever. Stop me. 
was proud by Heather Small, chosen by our Alice, our lovely Alice from the studio here. It's a great model to have in life, isn't it? What have you done today? It's made you feel proud. Now, I know, Alice, you beat Bob on the quiz. You answered the ABBA question correctly. I don't know how you did that. That was amazing today. So that's a good shout. But next, changing the subject completely, here's one of my favourite all-time singles from Pulp again. This is Babies.
of was Pope and Babies. I don't know if it's a medication kicking in. Does that sound a little bit like Sending the Clowns? I don't know, but it's still a brilliant record. Now, we talk about Britpop and what it is and where it came from. I guess sort of Baggy and Manchester sort of fuzzled, fizzled out, fuzzled out, whatever you want to call it. And then there was Shoegazing, which clues in the name. It became very introverted and very boring. There was a big gap in this country. Grunge had happened in America. So it was a huge gap to be filled by great British songwriters, great songwriting, actual artists are going back to the basic craft of writing brilliant songs. But here from the tail end, I guess, of Manchester scene, they're lasting. I think they're still going strong today. This is How High by the Charlatans.
That was McCalman and Butler. Definitely the alternative there. Next is a band who definitely rode on the crest of a wave of Britpop, only to be straight gatted by that sort of genre afterwards. A bit like somebody who plays a Doctor Who. Once you play a Doctor Who, you're always a Doctor Who. It's really difficult to break out from that. But here they are, quintessentially Britpop at its finest. Really decent song, nevertheless. This is In Betweener by The Sleeper. Sleeper and in betweener. Now I'm diversifying, apologies, but I've just looked at the newspaper and there was a Devon schoolboy who took a test in Exeter recently and joins Mensa, 
with a higher IQ score than Einstein or Stephen Hawking. Can you believe that? Rory Bidwell, aged 12, achieves a maximum 162 on the test. Wow. If you're listening, Rory, well done. Tremendous stuff. I'm only a bit jealous. But here we have the stereophonics and just looking about on a Britpop theme. Yeah. 
stereophonics were just looking. Now, I haven't played any Morrissey or Marr or the Smiths for absolute ages. I know Johnny Marr played a blinding concert in Manchester recently, opened a, a brand new concert arena, and Manchester's favourite son came home. He didn't mention Morrissey. I think they've still fallen out, but he did a few Smith songs. But not the Smiths, not Morrissey, not Marr, but this is the next best thing. And I'm flattered that you thought This contest is good 
Hex of the Fan Club, spot on again. Yes, of course, it was Gene. Hex of the Fan Club, straight off the track, straight off the marks again. You must have had that IQ must be rubbing off on you. I don't know if it's you that took the IQ test recently the other day, but tremendous stuff. I don't know why uh, often the Britpop bands were called Gene or Marion, often names I associate with um, elderly women, actually. I don't know why they were called that. It's a bit random. Anyway, next, Wales's Finest, with a song that was absolutely everywhere in the 90s. This is, of course, Mulder and Scully.
Catatonia and Mulder and Scully. Right, here's three shows as you bring back from the 1990s. Robot Wars, The Generation Game. Generation Game should be hosted by Tom Allen. I know Madden Stew tried it. It was awful. Get Tom Allen in. He'd be brilliant. And lastly, of course, The X-Files. We've just heard a reference to. Next is Saturday Night by Suede. Yeah. 
That was the Swede and Saturday night. Well, are you happy on a Saturday night, dear listener? I think for me, it depends on how exercise you've done previous afternoon. If they've done all right, then I'm happy. But what do they do? Do they play outrageously sort of open football and lose 7-0? Or they play defensive, boring football that's terrible to watch with zero shots on target and draw 0-0? I don't know. No win situation, really. But here's some Pope to cheer everybody up with Disco 2000.
say to you, Mr. Shuttleworth? That was the Blue Tones having a slight return. Now, I was going to play under the temporary secretary section a Blue Tones B-side by the name of Armageddon Out of Here featuring Matt Lucas. Now, I realised about 10 seconds in, I couldn't play it. It's not for radio airing, at least not on Sid Valley or anywhere respectable such as us. But if you want to check it out, it's on the usual listening platforms, but it is very funny when... Matt Lucas was amusing back in the day. Here, as requested, it's Elastica and Stutter. (laughs) 
what a tune and what a band Alaska were. Right, we've got Beautiful South next. Not sure if that counts as Britpop, but we've got two of the big guns straight after that. So stay tuned to Sid Valley Radio. South. Now we've got two of the holy trinity of Britpop. We've got Blur and Oasis. And this is This Is A Low from Blur, followed by Champagne Supernova from the Oasis. 
That was Blur, and this is a low. No, I'm not going to end on a low, dear listener. We're going to end on an absolute high from Oasis, Champagne Supernova. And I was just thinking about when did Britpop actually end and why did it end? I think it ended because there was too much hype and not enough quality to meet the hype. I think Blur, Oasis and Pope, the Holy Trinity, all released albums in about 96, 97, perhaps even 98, and none of them were very good. That was a problem. And I remember the hype around Oasis single, Do You Know What I Mean, was absolutely unbelievable. And it was only a five or six out of ten single. So the the whole era just collapsed, really. But we're going to go back to one of the finest bits of the era, is Champagne Supernova from Oasis, from What's a Story, Morning Glory.
Well, 